0: The Bucs got all the right steps in Charleston. They
1: now can try in their slipper and see if it fits. at the big ball. These Tennessee State Buccaneers, they're dancing, boys. to scare. Perea lays it up. One point four. Perea hits it. The pass is caught. Ready for the game winner. Wide left. Bucs win. spotting for three. The place is gonna erupt.
2: Oh, Deuce Bello. He's gonna make Sports Center with an incredible. Jarvis Jones, game winner. Go. Stinson, 25 yards. JJ German for the win. He got it. JJ German and the Bucks have shocked the Bulldogs. And the sidekick. Sell off to my What's your name, man? I told you not about- your name is. You're handsome. You have the perfect amount of scruff. And you still have no. It's Sandos and the Sidekick
1: on the Buccaneers Sports Network. Jay Sandoz alongside Mike Gallagher. Good Wednesday to you. It is hump day. We'll be talking a little bit with Austin Aaron, finishing up part two of that interview that Mike Gallagher had with him earlier this week. Lando's Land plus Trey Adams is back for another year of... Train us? I don't know what to call it. I don't, we New still? Year
0: same Trey. Yeah,
1: we'll do that. And then uh, to open up segment, I thought we'd talk a little ETSU football. The announcement of the schedule came out uh, a little earlier this week, and so I thought we could go through that to get things uh, going as we look forward to the ETSU football season. the team that saw uh, a conference championship for the first time in like a uh, billion years, it, it felt like, especially since the team – was gone for a while just to have it in four short years to have a share of the championship certainly good i know recruiting's going on won't be able to talk about any of that until we get to signing yeah, day we yeah, may have a yeah. signing day special yeah still working with coach sanders to see what he wants to do on that he's still he gives me that coach sanders looks so i don't know if that's good bad indifferent or if he's thinking about it or I've if he just doesn't guys. like talking to yeah. me it well, could be all of the above so but <laughs> until
3: then recruiting <laughs> yeah is Not gonna happen. Uh, what I enjoy first Jump into the schedule week by week but, but just looking at it overall I enjoy that it is now marked On the ETSC schedule on ETSCBucks.com And give props to whoever did this I'm sure it was probably Kevin Brown Because he does pretty much everything in sports information But you've got laid out what the promotions will be uh, What the different games mean So you've got The Rail Rivalry on there, Blue Ridge Border Battle, Homecoming, of course, Hall of Fame weekend, 50th anniversary of the 1969 team. There's a lot of different things to celebrate in 2019, so that is exciting, firstly. Also exciting, I think it's going to be a lot of fun going to Appalachian State on that opening weekend. Appalachian State, of course, I won't talk too much good about them, because yesterday I gave props to Belmont, and I got torn apart for that, so I'm going to keep the positive comments to a minimum on Appalachian State, but clearly they come with their pedigree. They have won nine-plus games each of the last four years.
1: I think that is very smart of you to uh, <laughs> not uh, talk about the Belmont Bruins. Also, probably not talk about your love for App State if you had I any don't because have any uh, for App State. most of ETSU fans, uh, not fans of Appalachian I'm State. It is. was sort of, you know, it's sort of weird. ETSU had different sort of football, basketball rivalries, right? It, you know, Chattanooga is pretty much in in all sports, but then it, there were some some teams they had a little bit of a, of a football rivalry with. And I think it was because App State overall sort of dominated the football series. And, and a basketball wasn't – it was the opposite. ETSU just slaughtered them every single game. Uh, and so I, I think there was a little bit of that. And it's such a, a a short trip up the mountain, I remember when the Bucks, when I was in school, back-to-back wins was huge in 96 and 97. Uh, the 97 game up there was the most incredible game. I think ETSU scored on every single possession except wow. when they took a knee at halftime and in end the game and it was something crazy, like almost 700 yards of offense. I mean, it was really just a, a phenomenal uh, offensive onslaught uh, by Coach Hamilton in 97. His first year 96 was the, the playoff run year, and the Bucks finally got, got over the hump of beating Appalachian State inside the dome. Uh, uh, fans rushed the field, stole some pylons. I might have one in my house, uh, you know, try to tear down the goal post, that that good fun stuff. So that'll be fun. It'll be interesting because new head coach got uh, Satterfield left for – uh, Louisville, So they got a, a new head coach. They do return a very talented quarterback, Zach Thomas. The, the cupboard is definitely not bare at Appalachian State. There will be 28,000 fans ready for the Bucs. And for even App State fans, I think they're, they'll be a little excited uh, to have the ETSU game, uh, a little nostalgia, if you will, but certainly I think a tough opponent to open up with.
3: Yeah, and then ETSU has Shorter, who are a Division II, and they – Tend to schedule, uh, really once a year, a Southern Conference team, a team that's close to them, whatever the case may be, that um, is uh, of a high caliber, ETSU is that this year, and they're just a team that has struggled even at their level, lost all 11 of their games last year, and scoring the football has been a problem. Uh, You can see why against teams like uh, Sanford, Um, Valdosta State, West Georgia, some some teams that they played that were ranked at the time. In fact, uh, depending on what level you're talking about, at at the level that these different teams were – Five of the six teams that they played in 2018 uh, were ranked in the first six weeks of the year. So, uh, clearly a team that doesn't exactly get the results. This should be a good chance for ETSU to not take what you hope is a ton of violent contact on the field. Um, Get some uh, second and third stringers into the game. Get them some experience and have a good bounce back after the Appalachian State game. Uh, In terms of physicality and health, I'm not writing off that first week as a loss by any means, but... Appalachian State being an FBS team, obviously going to be more physical than a team uh, like Shorter.
1: Well, the schedule builds up a lot like last year, uh, obviously playing an FBS team. Uh, ETSU, they flipped it though; They played Marsh Hill first, then they played at Tennessee. Now it's just a little different They're playing App State. And then they play Shorter before they get into the the first conference game of the year. And then another non-conference game uh, a little bit early in the season. But they open up with the three straight home games, you know, Shorter. Hopefully ETSU at this point is is beyond um, – you know, struggling with the D2 school uh, as they did uh, early again, the way, and we don't have to rehash it, but the way the program started and some other things. But certainly would have an opportunity uh, to be shorter. And then they got a chance, you know, just like last year, they're one and one going into the first conference game of the season. It'll be against VMI. It's at home. Udensky's back for, like uh, he threw up all those numbers last year. We'll see, you know, if VMI can continue. Uh, with Coach Wachenheim to chunk it all over the field. So I think that'll be interesting. And then an in-state rival, which uh, ETSU used to be in the same league uh, with, which was uh, Austin Peay.
3: Yeah, uh, your favorite team in VMI from last year. I'm guessing you will not be picking them to beat ETSU that yeah, year, Just I'm, by picking them every week. My year. goal
1: for bold predictions next year is maybe not even take VMI. That's, uh,
3: just you know, get, know, off, that's the goal. And get and off the train. Get off the train. I like that you're baby-stepping yourself into success. That's a good idea. Yeah, oh, oh, Austin Peay out of the Ohio Valley Conference, 5-6 and six, uh, last year. Uh, very good Home team. Uh, they won four of their five at home, but this game will be at William B. Green Jr. Stadium, and that is Hall of Fame Weekend.
1: Yeah, and I believe they have a new head coach coming in uh, this season too. And Austin P. A couple years ago didn't win a game, and I think they got in the playoffs, and then have taken a step back the last couple years. But I believe Austin P. Um, is going to break in a, a, a new head coach this season coming in. So it would be interesting to see. Obviously, a new head coach things. Um, happen differently, and, and see exactly where they go and, and where they, what they're doing. But I know a couple years ago, uh, and it might be when the, when ETSU was like, "Hey, let's let's schedule Austin P." 0-11. Uh, yeah, they were 0-11. I knew I knew they didn't win a game, and it was fairly recent. Uh, yeah, two years ago, 2016. So uh, we'll see what Austin P has, but ETSU has the ability to, to maybe open up the year three and one, especially with the three home games. Absolutely. And then they jump into a couple of tough conference opponents, right?
3: Yeah, Furman, of course, a uh, couple of early uh, tough losses last year, putting up seven points against Clemson, naturally. Then Elon, uh, and then that classic, uh, at William B. Green Jr. Stadium, twenty nine twenty seven. Austin Herring, who we'll hear from in just a bit, uh, came off the bench, played hero that day, um, and led the largest comeback in school history. And Furman did end the year uh, quite brightly. They won six of their last seven, didn't get demoralized, weren't beat down by that lost ETSU, which is a credit to them because if you blow a game in the way they did and have Austin Herrick fly in on his carpet and put up the points that he did late in that game, if, if I'm Furman, I'm kind of looking at myself in the mirror and saying, <laughs> oh boy, it's going to be a long year. I started 0-3, and if we uh, gave that game away or had it taken away from us by Austin Herrick and ETSU, um, how is the Western Carolina game going to go? What about Lawford and Stanford? But they won two of those three and then won their last four, and we know Furman is going to be an opponent that is very worthy of anyone across from them in the Southern Conference.
1: Oh, and if you don't think a team has, uh, there's a couple teams that are going to have a, a little circle around the ETSU contest. and. One of them is most definitely Furman, 21-point lead. Uh, unfortunately for the freshman, DeWan Bell, you know, he, he didn't call for a fair catch, just took a knee. That led to the, the eventual safety that, that won the game for ETSU, so you would think. And he returned to kickoff the very next week for a touchdown, so he bounced <laughs> back. So, yeah. you know, it, it's going to be a very talented Furman team. I think they're going to have them scheduled now. They had some issues at quarterback last year. Harrison Roberts finally took over when he was healthy as a senior. They had two freshmen that ended up playing. So they're going to have a couple sophomores, unless they go out and get a more experienced quarterback. We'll see what they do at that position. But they got a couple sophomores uh, that will be – and I guess I think one of them they might even be able to redshirt. So they may have a sophomore, a redshirt a freshman. Both saw time, But uh, they're going to have a couple of young guys running that offense and, and seeing which direction that goes. And then you play a team – that you haven't beaten, right? The only team you haven't beaten in the Southern Conference since bringing it back is Wofford, get him at home. The good news is, and I know Austin Herring talked about this a lot, that he knew he didn't have to see Miles Brown ever again unless somehow they played in the same (laughs) professional league. But still, there's a couple guys. uh, Mikkel Horton uh, has wreaked havoc uh, on that defensive line, 6'1", 300-pounder. still got um, a couple linebackers that are back. Now, the the quarterback position for Coach Conklin – at Wofford's a little up in the air because he really wants to throw the ball more, which drives – me. I I understand some of that theory, but, you know, it hasn't been broke. You know, what are you trying to fix by make and I thought he kept ETSU in the game a little longer than they should have been last year by chunking around. But he's he's got a lot of players um, that can certainly make plays. And, and Joe Newman, the quarterback, is going to be back again. But he, he had a lot of freshman guys, especially – uh, that came on late and was able to make plays, and and really they made a couple plays uh, in in the passing game down the field that I thought, uh, you know, I, I think it was T.J. Luth- yeah, T.J. Luther, the freshman, six one one eighty five. He was a true freshman last year. At the end of the year, he was catching sixty seventy yard touchdown passes down the field. Now that does make Wofford awfully tough to defend if they're going to run the football like that. But I still think that's going to be the bread and butter, and we'll see if ETSU can finally. kind of solve that riddle.
3: Yeah, and I'm not going to get picky because it was a great year and the seniors got to ride off into the sunset with a a championship and a historic season, one of the most memorable in ETSU history, but I I really wanted that Wofford game because that would have really made everything come holistically complete for them. Um, They would have beaten every team. They got to the playoff. They got the championship. The one thing that they were not able to do was beat Wofford, and you're right. I mean, they Despite being outplayed for a lot of the game at Wofford, uh, they had that four- or five-minute stretch at the end of the first half where they got right back in it and went to the locker room only down seven, and then there were some chances late they just couldn't take advantage of. Uh, Wofford, of course, did make the playoff. Uh, they beat Elon uh, and then lost to Kennesaw State, Kennesaw State a team- I will never say anything nice about. That was a 13 to 10 final uh, to end Wofford's season. Uh, that was that's October 5th, ETSU and Wofford. Then you got the open week, so we don't have to wait all the way into November this year and then have the one final game. It's October 12th, the open week, and then the uh, rare Thursday night game in the middle of the season. I- I'm not sure, and I will forget certainly something if I try and pinpoint it. Much like I did when we talked with Austin Herrick about what was the last Friday game that ETSU had. We both completely forgot that ETSU played VMI earlier in that season because of the hurricane that was coming in on a Friday. Uh, but Thursday, the rail rivalry at Chattanooga, a team that kind of had the opposite experience of one um, a few games ago we were talking about, Furman, they won uh, their first four, but then ETSU beat them 17-14, to 14, and that kind of sent their season into a tailspin.
1: Well, and the Tom Arth two years, they took massive steps back. And so a lot of fans, you know, I, I'm, I'm one if ETSU starts to figure out a coach that dominates him, I want him to stay as long as he can instead of going on. But somehow he parlayed that into taking uh, a team just two years prior to him getting there to the, the semifinals, I believe, to the FCS playoffs and a perennial playoff team to not going to the playoffs two years in a row and honestly looking bad that uh, I can't believe he somehow got the Akron job out of that, but congratulations to him and his agent. <laughs> Did a great job spinning that. And so it would be interesting to see, again, new head coach. We'll see what Chattanooga – now, it was a, a, a former assistant at Chattanooga that they got to come in and step into the head role. So, I, I think uh, there will be some familiarity with the, the town, the stadium, the, the program. I think that certainly could help Chattanooga in um, where they're going to move forward. But I think that Thursday night, interesting. I don't. Does Chattanooga – do you know if they have a um, bye week going into that as well?
3: I do not. Or know. is that
1: a short I week for them? For you. I, so – Enthralled into ETSU's schedule. I didn't it know has not it. been released. Oh, their schedule's not very it released. Has been released. Okay. So, um, certainly with the, the, the news, uh, seeing how the new head coach is going to do things, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll be curious to see. The Thursday night, though, ETSU generally is plagued that the beginning there, except for the first year of football. Right. And, and Rusty Wright, I don't know how he feels about Thursday night Certainly, games. I remember
3: the Thursday night games at the beginning of the year, but it seems weird to have it in the middle of the season.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd have to – I mean, the first year ETSU, when they had more say over their schedule, they just really tried to go away from whenever Tennessee was at home and right. they played three Thursday night games and all that. But uh, it, it's usually unusual unless it's around a Thanksgiving or something crazy. Um, I think last time ETSU played, for sure late in the season on Thursday, it was Thanksgiving Day. They actually played VMI, but it was a makeup because of the, the 9-11. Gotcha. And so it got moved there. So that was that's uh, that's the latest Thursday game I can recall off the top of my head. There may be one somewhere further back, but more recent, uh, that, that would be the, the,
3: the closest. The last seven games for Chattanooga, 14-10, 26-34, 9, 9 in terms of points scored in those contests. And obviously just did not finish the season strong um, after winning their first four. Sanford nine days later, October 26th, that is... In Birmingham, in another tale of two seasons, they crushed Shorter to open the year, then lost four straight, despite having that close call at Florida State on September 8th, where they were up with like five minutes to go, and then ended up losing by 10. Uh, Put up 66 against Western, 73 against VMI, 38 against Furman, 35 against Wofford. Of course, uh, their last game after losing to Citadel, ETSU at home denied the Bucs the outright Southern Conference Championship, which I'm sure ETSU fans will remember, Devon Hodges setting the record and you don't want to uh, harp on that too much of course but uh, well, and that's going to right? be the biggest
1: question right that's going to be the biggest question he he's gone is it him or the system that's always been the question and why people and we'll see if he advances to play at the next level at some form or fashion because that's been the argument is it him or the system? And so we'll have to wait and see.
3: Well, to me, it seems like when there's a quarterback like that, whether it be FBS, FCS, it seems like the system, not to rip him. But it, just looking historically at the Tommy Changs, the Colt Brennans, et cetera. Uh,
1: they have nine quarterbacks on the roster. Wow. And that's what they – at home, they warm up all nine guys. <laughs> so I don't feel like Sanford's not going to figure out which of the nine guys are going to be able to throw the football, right? ETSU has like three.
0: They have nine.
1: So – that's sort of their system. It's what it is. So, that'll be the biggest question mark the Sanford game. And, and really, this you won't know. I mean, right now it's tough to say. But the biggest question mark going to that game is do they have the next Devlin Hodges and can he duplicate some of the things he did. That being said, the very next week is, is the Citadel, which, again, probably kind of feels like the OETSU a little bit. But Citadel was the, the hottest team in the year. They figured, like, uh, Brett. I don't know if you remember, Brett Thompson went on sort of that tirade about he's tired of losing and yeah. Had all these quotes, and all of a sudden I think they won the last three games in a row and got kind of hot, and then they're probably mad the season ended because I think they had kind of figured some things out, and, uh, uh, but they won a couple conference games, and they had that weird Charleston Southern makeup at the end of the, the year type deal. But uh, They were
3: ahead or tied with Alabama at the half? Is that what it was? Was it 10-10? Oh, no, no,
1: no. It is. They were tied with Alabama 10-10 to 10, and missed a go-ahead field goal in the third quarter. Uh. Devastating, And then and then reality kind of kicked in. And and I'm sorry, I, I should have said D- Division 1 well, double FCS opponents. They they've won their last three. I forgot the Alabama game. Was, well, let's not make it seem in.
3: like they didn't have some close calls in the beginning, too. They lose by a score to Wofford. They lose by a point to Chattanooga, and they lose by three to ETSU. So it's not like they were ever out of games, mm-hmm. really, aside from, of course, the Alabama game late in the second half. And then that Towson game got a little out of hand as well.
1: Yeah, and then at Western Carolina on November 9th, that Saturday, That that's just – Tyree Adams, believe it or not, has got one more year. Um, I was kind of hoping maybe wow, grad- really? Yeah, I was oh, kind of hoping yeah. he graduated and went somewhere else. But as far as I know, he's still back. So, uh, Tyree Adams. I mean, that's, that's enough said there. Then Mercer, uh, I think a, 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 another team. The last couple years have, uh, you know, had some tough losses to ETSU. Bobby Land there was some rumblings at the basketball game that could be his last year there. And I said, it's just amazing. And they're using. And the bad thing is, they're using ETSU against him. But they started football earlier. They had the stadium earlier. They've got you know the state of Georgia to recruit to. He's not been able to do it. It's amazing to me how quick people turn on you. And then because the way the schedule falls, there's a 12th game, right? So there's 12 games now. And and, and, and say this about Mercer: they've lost their starting quarterback last two seasons, and, and they are all and he's had the freshman of the year or would have had the freshman year again last year as quarterback. So he's got two quarterbacks that if one of them or both could stay healthy for an entire season. They might be able to make a run pretty quick. And then because the 12th game, the number of Saturdays from Labor Day until Thanksgiving dictates there's 13 Saturdays, so you can get a 12th game in or a second bye. ETSU decided on another money game. They play Vanderbilt, and the best news about that is that uh, Shermer uh, is not there anymore because Pat Shermer's son, who's a quarterback, Vandy, for four years, I've watched last year on purpose I watched a few Vandy games just to try to prepare for this and, and watching him light up defenses and and people may uh, like Trey Adams hate on Notre Dame and all that, but still to go in there with virtually no athletes and by yourself, single handedly keep you in the ball game. And if Vandy didn't drop two or three passes, he probably upsets Notre Dame at Notre Dame. I feel pretty good about him being on and Vandy trying to figure it back out. Now the biggest question mark is Derek Mason going to get so mad he's going to try to fight somebody uh, at ETSU because that was sort of our other. Fun I would like part to see that.
0: Derek
3: Mason versus Randy Sanders.
1: I think they like each other, So, uh, well, although, although he liked Dan Mullins, and they got into See, it too, I'll so who knows? who
3: knows? You can be too close.
1: All right, so uh, let's look at our ETSU uh, football schedule. We'll have more on that and maybe have Randy Sanders I'm to sure talk about would. it a little bit uh, later on as the podcast progresses in the next several weeks, building up to signing day, which is the first Wednesday in February, so just about two weeks away from today, as a matter of fact. All right. If my math is correct. It probably so, isn't. Uh, that's fair. I'll give you that too. So, uh, when we come back, the second part of the Austin Herrick interview, Lando's land. Last but not least, Trey's something, like something, whatever. This is Sandos and the Sidekick. Don't forget to download to SoundCloud and on iTunes. Back after this, Ben Wagner on the Bugging Air
0: Force Network. It's funny how things can multiply. Like cold weather. One minute, a few snowflakes fall. The next, you need a snowblower just to find your feet or tardiness. Run two minutes late in the morning and you're a half hour late to work. Come on. But good things come from multiplying, too, like the new Multiplier Instant Games, which give you a chance to multiply your winnings. So go ahead. Enjoy the good kind of multiplying today with the new Multiplier Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
3: Wow, am I happy about my new Wow Rate e-checking account at Citizens Bank. I got a huge rate on my deposit and great account features. With that sort of a deal, I'm saving for much needed bucks tickets to cheer on my team. Learn more about Wow Rate eChecking Accounts at CitizensBank24.com. Wow Rate eChecking Accounts at CitizensBank24.com. Go Bucks! Bank your own way, Citizens Bank Member FDIC.
2: Looking to promote your business but don't know the best avenue? Stand out from the crowd and go big with billboards. We're Allison Outdoor, and we're the new guys in town. Whether it's digital or traditional billboards, our locations span the Tri-Cities. If you're looking for high exposure for a day, a year, or anything in between, we have rates and packages for you. Call Nick Stickley for pricing at 423-360-4809 or allisonoutdoor.com. And go bucks.
0: Peaceful mornings always ah, turn into crazy
3: days. With all the madness, when's a mom supposed to find time for grocery shopping? Bye, Fortunately, Food City offers curbside pickup. With the same great in-store prices, I can pick up what I want online. And Food City does the shopping for me. Here you go, ma'am. Have a nice day. Ah, that moment you realize you are the chaos coordinator.
2: Mother like no other with go kart curbside pickup only at Food City. Today and every day, the Johnson City.
3: Santos, and the Sidekick on a Wednesday. Austin Herrick, who was with us yesterday here on the show, detailing what's been probably the most whirlwind three weeks, I think, I've heard for a collegiate athlete that gets done with his career six weeks ahead of when all these things transpire yesterday we found out from austin that the saskatchewan rough riders of the cfl which when you told me there was a bigger football i had no idea about that which i'm sure made it such an interesting experience to go out and throw that for what i would assume would be the first time i don't think guys are just going out and buying cfl football just to try it out but you had that tryout saturday we're waiting to hear now if uh, austin's going to go to mini camp with saskatchewan And, and then there's This whole other side of the Toronto Argonauts are apparently interested as well, and that's not something we delved into a lot uh, yesterday, but I think we're kind of waiting to see what happens with Saskatchewan and then maybe Mm -hmm. pursue the Toronto Avenue. And, uh, you know, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Your life, your journey right now, Austin. So I'm just trying to fill in the blanks and get the listeners updated on what's been going on. There's a whole other side to this story, though, which is why we have Austin back today. Thanks again for rejoining us.
0: Yeah, no problem, man. So yesterday
3: it was about the tryout, it was about preparing for it, it was about what they had you do, how you felt you did, uh, I thought it was an awesome conversation, just to hear the experience, because it's so rare I think, I mean it's got to be, just to get into that position, 1-2% of college football players across all levels, at most I would think, get that opportunity to go and do a professional football tryout, so just to hear that experience and good to hear that you felt like you were at your best that day, and the other side of it is something that seems like it would come up in this type of situation and I think certainly surprised you when it did. Um, but an agent um, is something that apparently is necessary when you're even getting to these steps uh, when a contract isn't on the table, when it's probably you know a number of months away from perhaps being offered. I don't know what the compensation is like for going to mini camp if you do get offered there. But anyway, so an agent reached out to you during this whole process correct
0: yeah and as I mentioned kind of yesterday I have a like a mutual connection and um, with the Toronto Argonauts and he was like you know Austin you probably need to get an agent just because you've got you know a few opportunities here and so um, he kind of hooked me up with this guy in in Southern California and I you
3: had never talked to before
0: oh yeah never talked to before Um, and so I talked to him I had like an hour-long conversation with him and kind of explain like what was expected out of both sides and things like that and um, yeah, basically he was going to pay for my training um, and to get me out to California and train with um, actually the, the quarterback trainer that I know who's training Dwayne Haskins for the NFL draft um, and so I was going to go out there and train with those guys and then it kind of, as it continued to progress, it was, you know, he was going to pay for some things and not others, and I was like, you know, I could probably just train here in Tennessee um, and get, you know, similar results, so um, yeah, I ended up, we kind of decided to go different ways, but um, yeah, another really interesting like, um, look at professional football and kind of seeing the the business side of things.
3: It's so interesting to me this whole Situation in general, but specifically this agent that just pops up across the country. And Grant, you said he had the connection, so mm-hmm. there there is an intermediary there where it's not like he just found your name in a quarterback white pages and was like, yeah. boom, this guy. Yeah. Like that's
0: not exactly how it happened. But yeah.
3: he's offering to pay for your training. I'm assuming pay for a place for you to stay, because I mean that would be unrealistic in Southern California.
0: Yeah. No. Um. He was gonna pay for a place for me to stay and then food. Um, And I was going to have to cover, like, the the weight training aspect of things. And then the quarterback coach was going to take care of my quarterback training, and then I was going to have to pay for my way out there. Gotcha. Which was going to be the the difficult part because I would probably have to be going back and forth um, from, you know, Tennessee to L.A. because, one, I had that tryout, um, and, two, um, you know, I'm I'm still trying to get uh, jobs, you know, either in – athletic administration or in coaching sure. so um, I would have to fly back for interviews potentially and I was going to be out there for three months training wow. which is a, a pretty big commitment um, and I didn't, I didn't know if that was something that you know, I needed to you know, fully commit to.
3: Now I just don't want to skim over a big name you just brought up, Dwayne Haskins and if yeah. you don't know who he is you haven't been paying attention to college football, Ohio State, um, someone that very well could be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft coming up in, I think it's early May this year, late April, whenever um, mm-hmm. it may be. And so you would have been training with him. He would have been out there with the same guy. How would that have gone?
0: Yeah, so I, I think I've mentioned it a few times on here. Um, throughout college, I was really just interested in quarterback play and getting better, and not only for me, but for I, I knew I wanted to be a part of football probably for the rest of my life. So um, I did a lot of training, with, um, you know, various quarterback coaches. And the one I probably trained most with was Quincy Avery out of Atlanta, which he trains Deshaun Watson, Josh Dobbs, Dwayne, Justin Fields, uh, Jalen Hurts, all these different – Tyrod Taylor.
3: Big-time guy. Yeah,
0: and so I've seen all these guys throw in person. I've met them. And, like, I've spent – I guess it's been two weekends now with Dwayne, one in L.A. this past summer and then the summer before in Atlanta – and so I've I've thrown with him before. You and know him. You guys are familiar. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, like, he's got better friends than <laughs> you know, our relationship. But, no, yeah, I've definitely so – You
3: sent out the Christmas text. Dwayne, Merry Christmas. Hope it's a great holiday. Well,
0: I have his time. phone number and his uh, email address, there so I go. probably should hit him up when he got invited to the Heisman ceremony. But, <laughs> um, hey,
3: Dwayne, do you have a seat next to you on the plane if you're Exactly, not, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, we're that tight, you yes. know. But, no, uh, so – yeah, so I've been able to see these guys throw, and I've developed a really good relationship with Quincy. I've actually kind of helped him out and trained some people. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and that he was going to try to get me out there to train with Dwayne to kind of help create some more buzz about me and just, I guess, be another cool experience to go through.
3: You and me joked about this. I'll pull the curtain back a little bit on this show, where if you were out there training, because you can't train 24-7, right. you know, and you're going to have your downtime. And you know, We'd still have you on Santos and the Sidekick, and – Austin Harris just said, hey, we've got Dwayne Haskins on Santos and the Psychic. Dwayne, how does it feel to know that you're going to have $20 million in the palm of your hand in roughly three months?
0: Yeah. Um, what's crazy, and, and this could lead into a, a whole nother conversation, but so last year around this time, one of my buddies who played baseball here, Caleb Longley. Yeah. Um, we got Had on, a great year last year. Yeah. We got on this really big kick into biomechanics and rotational athletes. Wow. So Caleb retooled his whole swing. Um, I retooled my whole throwing motion because I wanted to generate more power. Sure. Um, And we basically helped each other um, and just were staying up real late at night trying to figure out, you know, what's the most efficient way to use the body. And so, all in all, me and Caleb, you know, came up with these different drills. um,
3: I think I saw a tweet out there like a week or so ago that was referencing something like this that you and Caleb were talking about.
0: Yes. um, And so – We kind of developed our own, like, throwing system with these, you know, plow care balls that we kind of invented. We got them made in China. Um, (laughs) So we went really deep into this. Well, kind of to sum it all up, um, Caleb is now training Dwayne in L.A. Really? Um, So, yeah, uh, he's he's really good at what he does. He's put a lot of work in. And so he never played quarterback in his life. Uh, He played two high school football games, I think, and now he's – training Dwayne to, you know, maximize rotational potential. So Caleb Longley yes. of
3: UTSU Baseball is out there training Dwayne Haskins right now. Yep. My goodness. Yeah,
0: and that's kind of the connection. I, I knew Quincy, and I was like, hey, Quincy, this guy really knows what he's talking sure. about. He's helped me out a lot. and Sure. so Caleb's been out there for the past couple of days.
3: That is incredible. Uh, how do you feel just knowing that that was there and that you're – not taking that opportunity. Now you and me talked a little bit before this about how when is an agent necessary? You know, like is it when you're starting to get offered contracts? Is it someone to kind of get your name out there? Is it to leverage connections to try and find more avenues for you to succeed? Is it when you start to get offered contracts in the millions? Because that's when we're talking about real high stakes type type stuff where you don't want to get jobbed. And it didn't seem like to me right away when this happened because again it's kind of Hilarious in a sense of when everything came down because it's like, well, I uh, I've got this tryout that I just found out about, and like 48 hours later, this guy is like, oh my god, this guy, and it's almost like there's a sensor that goes off in agents' heads. It's like, okay, if we see someone that could be something. We got to go get this guy because we want to get paid if he gets paid. And obviously, that's not how it works. This was just kind of one thing after another with a couple of connections, but. You and me kind of came to the consensus off air that maybe it's not something you would need quite yet.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think that if if you're LeBron James or you're, you know, someone else who has a lot going on, a lot of endorsements, a lot of different things like that, um, then it's, it's probably necessary to have an agent. For me right now, um, I'm not exactly LeBron James, and I don't have, you know.
3: I did just compare you to Michael Vick.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that. I'm not Michael Vick either, but we run similar. So. Um, but, no, I, I just don't know how necessary it is the more I look into it. And I actually graduated with a sports management degree um, from East Tennessee State, the fine institution it is. Naturally. Um, so um, I have a, a basic understanding of kind of how those procedures go. Um, now I feel like I could protect myself for the most part. If it ended up getting really serious, I'd ov- obviously try to find some connection I would have to, you know, someone in the profession of law. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't know at this point how, how necessary that is and if it would be more of a detriment, you know, than anything. Because you kind of want to communicate with the team and not have there be this third party who you're really not that close with.
3: Sure. We talk about route trees consistently when we have you on. It's almost like we are truly in, instead of being like a two-branch tree like we've often had for you, now we're talking like a big pine, you know, an <laughs> oak tree. Like Because we're, we've are we talked about the one side of the tryout and everything, and now we're deep into the side about the agents and making that decision. Is there any regret about looking at California with Dwayne Haskins and having things paid for? Because I think it's a very level-headed decision what you did. It, it, fiscally, it wouldn't have made sense for you with flights. Like I mean, because you're, yeah. you're talking about if you think about over three months, the yeah. amount of travel you may have had to do, depending on how things are going with training, how things are going with Saskatchewan, the Rough Riders, yeah. um, or the Argonauts, wherever you know you would have ended up going. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about thousands and thousands of dollars in flights and. and I don't pretend to know your bank account, right. but I'm guessing it's not exactly like Michael Vick's after his big contract from Atlanta. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: no, I don't – I can't speak for most of college football, but the boosters aren't handing <laughs> out players at <laughs> ETSU money. Right, um, which so is good to hear. Yeah, so right. I, I didn't have any money stored up from right. you know, the the playing days at ETSU. Because
3: it, it does seem like – and I'm sure you thought about this like, wow, what a cool thing, California with Dwayne Haskins and having things paid for us.
0: Yeah, no, that's really cool. And that option's still not – the door's not completely sure. shut. Um because um, I could go out there kind of like in the role that Caleb is in mm-hmm. terms of training and then you know that'd be a, a different avenue to get me out there so yeah. still kind of navigating through these different routes but um, yeah you know I, I look at that as a, a great opportunity because it's another way for me to network and you know kind of the avenues that I'd want to pursue in terms of coaching or you know sport administration
3: and here was my thought and this is just something generally I believe, When it comes to dedicating time to something, and and it's not to say that you didn't dedicate time to football here because much of your time here was dedicated to football. Um, I think it's very interesting to put someone like yourself, who clearly has a lot of ability, very hard worker, learns things quickly, and and has a lot of the intangibles that, that made you successful in college, to put you around someone consistently like a Dwayne Haskins that... I don't know his work ethic, but is clearly one of the most God-gifted, talented individuals, and just to bounce ideas off each other and work with each other and see how that could elevate your game, especially when you're around um, that environment uh, so often with such high-ranking individuals and people that have worked with some of the best quarterbacks in college football and people that have gone on to be professionals and had success. Um, That always is interesting to me, and Maybe it's something we will know. Maybe it's something we won't ever know uh, in your specific case. But to put you in that type of environment, I think, could be so beneficial to bring out even more from your game.
0: Yeah, I, I think that it could have been or it or so still could, could be, be. Yep. Um, you know, a really interesting deal. Um, I kind of look at that stuff like when I was going down to train in Atlanta the past few weeks, I used it you know, not only to get better for my game but to continue to coach other people sure. up too if they were – Know, if they were willing to listen or Definitely. they wanted instruction, so um, because that's that's the next chapter for me. You know, whenever so, that is, right? Yeah, whenever that is. So, um, and that's kind of how I took you know the last season or two at ETSU is that we had these younger quarterbacks in. So, um, you know, obviously I want to you know be the best I can be, but at the same time, you know, help other people and you know not only just help them, but it, it helps me as well. Um, so yeah, I think that. Um, certainly, that would have pushed me to be a better player in terms of being around Dwayne every single day. I don't know how much um, physically I could push him <laughs> to be better, but I do think there, like, yeah, you know, we could certainly bounce ideas yeah. off each other.
3: Uh, and that's, uh, I think, that's the brilliance of it. But it's also a very good point you make in the fact that maybe it's not just in terms of playing, but in terms of mentoring and learning how different people take feedback at different levels and just being around a bunch of different people because you're going to have to, in whatever route you choose in your eventual career, be around a ton of different people, know how to communicate differently with them and make sure that you're balancing all the factors that go into each communication session with people.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think, and just the the more people you're around, the more opportunities and uh, you, you know things like that that you take advantage of, you never know what could happen. You never know um, what one connection you make, in one weekend you know could could lead to, and right. even you know from going to the coaching convention, the the connections I made there, I never know. Like maybe in two years, a, a guy I met this past or a few weekends ago calls me up and say, "Hey, we've got an opportunity." So you just have to put yourself out there and um, try to take advantage of things like
3: that. Yeah, no, it's a, it's all uh, very exciting. whatever. However it ends up, and we're going to talk to you next week about it when you inevitably. Um, do get the word from Saskatchewan to see how that segment of the five or six different things you got going on mm-hmm. has gone and then uh, once that wraps up or continues we'll keep uh, staying in touch on just everything that's going on because l- like we've talked about I mean it's you know it's coaching it's athletic administration it's playing and all the avenues all the routes are still open so thanks for talking to us about the last couple of days I think it's all incredibly positive positive in a number a multitude of different ways and it's awesome to hear for this early success after you're done
0: yeah no thanks for having me on and it's always a pleasure to to get on Sandos in the sidekick and you know relive the glory days from uh the past year so no I, i enjoy it man
3: austin herrick former etsu quarterback uh future saskatchewan rough riders quarterback perhaps we won't count our chickens before they hatch but A lot of different ways things can go, and we're excited to catch up with Austin on that next week. Back with more on Santos and the Sidekick after these words from the Buccaneer Sports Network. Ballot Health is an
1: integrated health care system built to meet the local needs in Northeast Tennessee and Southwest Virginia. Together with community, we are transforming our region. We're making communities healthier. We're expanding access to critical services in rural areas. And we're investing in health research and medical education. It's your story. We're listening. Ballot Health is proud to be the official health care provider of ETSU Athletics,
0: Go Bucks!
3: 1216
0: State of Franklin Road in Johnson City.
2: McDonald's says they flash freeze their beef. Doesn't sound good to Wendy's, but someone might be into that.
0: Tis I, Old Man Winter.
2: And, him. Uh, I'm not a fan of frozen beef either. Uh, don't stereotype me. I prefer fresh beef just like anybody else. I'm only human-ish. Uh, Skip the frozen beef from the frozen arches and head to Wendy's. Try a hot Dave's double and see how fresh, fresh tastes. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada.
3: Mullican Hardwood Flooring is a beautiful addition to any room. Enjoy
2: the luxury of hardwood flooring in your home with Mullicans pre-finished, sold, or engineered, ready-to-install selection of beautiful hardwood flooring and a wide variety of domestic and exotic species. Please visit
3: the following Johnson's Getting locations to learn more. Dockery's Floor Covering. House of Paneling, Carpet and Door Mart, and K&M Flooring. Kingsport locations include Dalton Direct Carpets, Custom Floors by Carlin,
2: and Providence Flooring and Paint. Visit the Smile Floor Service in Bristol. Trust the clear leader in quality hardwood flooring, Mulliken Flooring. Lando's Land with
0: Landon
1: Owen. Let's go, let's go. We got the to make the dream work. Let's go. to go. Alright, there he is, Lando's Land. He's ready after the new year to jump back into it. He's excited to see the New York Yankees get the first unanimous Hall of Famer mm-hmm. of all time.
2: Yeah, that's how I was gonna lead after the big break. Thanks, Jay.
1: Hey buddy, I'm here for you.
2: <laughs> Goodness.
1: Hey, we're just picking up right where we left off, Guy. I won't even uh, bother you with the rest of uh, the baseball that I was going to bother you with because this is a big show and you're coming back in style this week.
2: Yeah, coming back in style. We got the – what do we have to call it legally? The, the big game. Can we refer to it as the big game next weekend? Um, you know, interesting time. A lot of Super Bowl boards. Uh, there we go. You're going to get fined for that one. Uh, boards going around. Uh, everybody likes to gamble on it, but not everybody likes to follow the game as much. So we came up with a neat little thing many years ago back in the college athletics days when you can't gamble. Um, so we came up with some prop bet pools, and I thought it would be fun to get your guys' takes today. And let's go through some prop bets, and maybe the winner uh, gets lunch on the other two losers or something next week. I think that would be a good a good uh,
3: use of our time. Okay. <laughs> Just the silence of any spending money that involves, I'm just, nope, I'm sitting this one out. Uh, I'm I'm also, just to be be safe, I think I'm going to call this like (laughs) Super Bowl this or that, just in case there's anything with, the the letters B, E, and T going together on this show, just because of the industry we're in, I'm going to call it this or that Super Bowl. Would you rather? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Would you you rather take the over on Gladys? Would you rather still have a job, or would you rather get fired (laughs) over this segment? Well, I think I'd rather still have a job, so I'm going to go this or that. What
2: do you got? That. Okay. All right, let uh, us off. All right, so the first one, we got the, the Vegas set the line on the over-under for the National Anthem last night. Uh, at 147, Jay, over or under?
3: I'm going to go over. I can tell you I've night. never been right on this, and I've done this for the last five or six years as well before I came to Tennessee. I think that I've missed on every one of these, but I did a little research on the anthem part, not on any of the others, but just had a chance to dive into the anthem. Apparently, Gladys Knight, on one of the anthems on YouTube that she did, was 137, but that was 28 years ago. I think people in their old age get slower, they're more monotonous, they want to soak in the moment, uh, etc., etc. I think she slows it down, I'm going to say over 147.
2: I have never heard more analysis going to the national anthem. I need
3: more I'm, I haven't done enough in the past that's the only thing I can think of
2: I'm going over as well Good I job. think that's always the safe bet um, you get on the big stage normally you go a little quicker but I think Super Bowl they like to milk it they practice they pre-record I think we're going over uh, coin toss real easy boys heads or tails who do you got
1: uh, it's it's very easy it's, it's heads because that's what Matthew Slater called in overtime so we're going heads I think it's tails because it never fails
2: Tails never fails. Mike uh, the sidekick gets that one. Yes uh, I just I just know it's gonna happen. Interesting one. it's Sunday. Will chick-fil-A hmm. in Mercedes Benz Stadium be open for the game? Yes or no.
0: Boy. Faith or this money? This
1: a tough one. <laughs> That's what it comes down well, to. Right? I mean, my guess is if they have something in the building, would they normally provide for the Falcons? Because if they do, or the MLS team, if they do, then okay. the answer would be yes. I don't know that because I've I've only been to Mercedes Benz once, uh, and it was really uh, uh, I was hosting a, a group for the Kenny Chesney concert, oh, yeah, right, right. and we had VIP treatment down in his suite. We're so are uh, that was great. It was great. Oh yeah, I uh, enjoyed it. Shane's yeah. plug on yeah. everything. Yeah. I got to yeah. do it. Private plane, tough life. Yeah. Back and forth. The escort straight there. No security. Um, that being said, it was a weekday. I never went up there. But uh,
3: I, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna go. No, I have no idea. Uh, I have to say yes. I, I think there's faith versus money, but I also think the greater good faith effort would be to keep your business above water and I think Chick-fil-A is doing totally fine but on a chance like that I think you can better the lives of many employees uh, many uh, at the higher levels of the uh, industry and that business and also down to those that are working in the restaurants I think the best thing to do for Chick-fil-A would to be open um, and I know I'll get some kickback on that but uh, I think that they'd be doing right by their employees and doing so.
2: So to clarify, you're choosing yes. Uh,
3: yes. Sorry. That, yes, okay. I'm going with okay. the yes.
2: <laughs> you know, I think during the year they're actually closed on Sundays, wow. but there's a chicken product sold in the stadium very similar to them. Um, I can't say that it is them. I do have a friend that has season tickets to the Falcons. They'll be at the big game. So we will have an inside source in the stadium that will provide us the answer. to And, and you're
1: not going with the it might or might not be the actual stand has to be open?
2: I'm going to say, yeah, it may be served in there, but I think they have to be – the question oh, is, will they be okay. open? Mm, I agree. I will agree they be up. open? All right. It's in Atlanta. We've covered that. Will a player do the old-school Dirty Bird t- touchdown celebration band?
1: My guess is because that's getting up there in age. Correct. And, and unless Tom Brady does it, I'm not, oh, sure, I'm not real sure. I pay money. Which he will not because I, I don't believe he'll have a rushing touchdown in that. I'm going to go down on oh. a limb, say Tommy doesn't have a rushing touchdown. I'm going to say no. Too far removed, too
3: old. What were there, two fourth and ones in that AFC championship game? I was praying for a naked bootleg. Oh, it would have been so great to see Tom just sprint out left. and Like have, the gazelle that he is. Yes, oh gosh, see him just churning those legs and getting absolutely nowhere with his six-second 40 or whatever it is. Uh, I don't think the Dirty Bird will be done either. Firstly, I think that, Players are way too industrious these days with celebrations in terms of originality. And by two, I, I just mean more than before. I, I think it's all great. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But, uh, yeah, firstly, I think uh, Jay's right. It's getting up there in years. Uh, and secondly, I think that people prefer to do their own thing these days. No, no Dirty Bird.
2: I think it's the cheap pop. You know, yeah. I think if somebody yeah. like that's not a, that doesn't score a lot of touchdowns, they're not in there and they want the crowd to cheer for them a little bit more, they might throw that out there, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think the stars are going to shine, so I'm going to say no as well. It's probably one of my favorites. This is actually a in Vegas. Over or under is two and a half times the number of times the announcers say grok.
1: So it's over CBS, or right. under. If it were Fox, so they I say would say it
2: twice, way over. They say it twice, any of the three. So this is Jim Nance, this is Romo, and whoever the sideline is. I, I, well, they
1: they have they so been Wolfson? they've been going they went Evan? five last time because they had Evan Washburn Evan and Washburn. they had uh, Jay Feely and, and not, Jay Feely not and Tracy not Wilson. That, not, not that Jay Feely is going to talk about that because he's talking catchers. Jay Feely shouldn't talk about that. Being all. said, there, there's going to be five actual announcers during that, but I uh, I'm trying to remember does Romo like Gronkowski or Gronk
3: Gronkowski. I think he goes
1: full name. I don't think Nance is a big nickname guy. I'm going to go under actually. I'm I'm
3: going to go over, but I'm not confident about it. Uh, I know Joe Buck loves Gronk. It's Gronk, but he's not calling the game. Obviously, I think Nance and Romo are more full name guys. But I think that Nance will slip it in there a few times. I'm going to go over, but it's going to be tight.
2: I think it's going to be Romo driven. Mm. I don't, I'm not. I can't recall, but I think when he was calling all the right plays in the Patriots game, like, hey, they're going to do this, and then they did it. I think it was, hey, they're going to go to Gronk on the top. It was Gronk. I remember Gronkowski. I think it was Gronk. I don't know. I might be misremembering. I was probably only half paying attention. Yeah. Uh, But I'm going to go over on that. I think there's a good chance. I think Romo being a rookie in the Super Bowl, I think you might get that. All right, halftime. Will Christina Aguilera make a surprise appearance? Yes or no. Remember, Maroon 5 is the headliner. There's a bunch of special guests lined up, Big Boy among others from Outcast. But will Christina make a surprise appearance? Yes or no?
3: So why is that the one you zeroed in on? Is there yeah, rumors the of big that? Song. Oh, they, they the big did. Song. They did the song. They did the
2: voice. You know, all that stuff. Moves. like will about, she Make us the surprise. Appearance.
3: Moves like Jagger. I think the song was. I got
2: That's the moves right. like Jagger. It's a good song. Oh God! A whole bunch of people just turned off. <laughs> just.
3: People were listening in the first place. That's a good thing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Yes or no, boys? I say no. Christina. Yeah, I'm no. No, uh, no,
1: no. I'm only going to say yes because I wish it to happen.
2: Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. All right. Um, Commercials. Will Dilly Dilly be said during a Bud Light commercial this year, yes or no?
0: Yes. I
3: think that it's time to move on from that marketing campaign, I think the Super Bowl is a great time to do that. And also, Super Bowl commercials tend to lean entertainment value rather than following previous campaigns. I say that they go away from Dilly Dilly, Bud Light, while they will have plenty of spots during the commercial, I don't think that Dilly Dilly will be one of them.
2: I like your analysis there, sidekick. I'm going no as well. Uh, I think it's a time for a new platform. Uh, Not that I don't love me some Dilly Dilly. It's fun. Which industry will have more commercials? The vehicle industry, so you can do cars or trucks, uh, snacks would be like Doritos, Fritos, other chips, uh, pretzels, whatnot, so or good. drinks. And we count in beer, soda, water, anything that's a, a liquid you consume. Oh, wow. So vehicles, snacks, or drinks. Drinks.
1: Or yeah,
3: absolutely. I, I'm, I'm 100% in agreeance. Uh, I mean, what are you going to be doing during the Super Bowl? You're going to be consuming some kind of beverage, whether it be alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Vehicles is going to be a close second, but I think drinks.
2: Uh, I'm going vehicles, boys. I think that uh, you're sleeping on Chevy. You're sleeping on Ford. <laughs> uh, they, got some, they got some heavy hitters there. Um, you do have to worry about Bud and Bud Light. They do get in the competition. We used to do who would have more commercials, Bud or Bud Light. But it's morphed over the years. I like where we've landed. So we got drinks, drinks, and vehicles. All right. Post game, color of liquid dumped on the head coach. got a lot of choices here, but you can just basically throw one out at the wall and let me know what you got.
3: Uh, This one's always tough. I I just always go with my favorite orange. Uh, Okay, that's probably as good of a philosophy as any, because I always go with whatever team I think is going to win, it's going to be a color that's in their uniform. But that never works. I think the Patriots are going to win, so I think it's going to be, well, it could be blue or red. But I'm going blue. Blue is more delicious. Blue is always the most delicious energy drink. Energy drink. Whatever. Re... Nutriizing drink. Mike knows the English language. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Green nutriizing drink.
2: If they were listening before, they're certainly not. Blue. Not. Um, yeah. I'm going to go clear. I think it's water. His uh, safe bet, you know, it's going to be indoors. I think that might play something to do with it. Be a little, you know, climate controlled in there. I think water is your is your. Water would there.
3: fit Belichick's personality, so that would make sense.
2: Ex- uh, you're assuming they're going to win. I, so I, no,
3: I know they're going to win. There's no. There's no assumption here. It's already done.
2: They said that last year, too. So, we'll. thankfully, we don't have to pick who wins in this pool. Um, and lastly, who will the game MVP mention first in their speech or acceptance or interview? You've got teammates, owner, fans, the good Lord, family member, coach, or none of the above.
3: I'm going to go family member. Yeah, and I'm doing the same, and I think me and Jay are on the same page in terms of why that is. Landon, what are uh, what are you going?
2: Um I I've never gotten this one right. I'm gonna say teammates. Um Do you have an idea of who's gonna be MVP? Y- yeah. Okay, so do we, know.
3: and that's why we agree on this. We think the same person's going to be okay. MVP. And he tends to thank family members first.
2: Okay. You guys are confident. I like your confidence. <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go teammates See, and hope I'm right.
3: You are right though. Uh, I mean last year it was supposed to be a foregone conclusion that the Patriots were going to beat, you know, Nick Foles and the Eagles, and then obviously things turned out a different way, so uh, those last two are very much based on, for me, team and person, and if I'm wrong on those, I'm imagining I'm going to be wrong on the actual guesses if, as well.
2: And if Jared Goff wins, he might thank his current third-grade uh, elementary teacher, so he does look like he's in third-grade. <laughs> current <grade>. um, <laughs> All right, so your tie- every good pool needs a tiebreaker. We're not going to go with the final score because, again, that has to do with something within the game. Right. So for this purpose, you can do that at home if you'd like, and maybe we could even post this up on the Facebook page or something. But tiebreaker, for our purposes today, is the total number of commercials from kickoff to the end of the game.
3: I have many questions uh, on this. Are we talking individual Commercials? Or are we talking commercial blocks? Or are we talking 15 seconds, 30 seconds, individual, minutes? Individual,
2: like, individual commercials. Like so Budweiser has 32
1: to commercials. That's 32
2: that's two commercials. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, this isn't commercial breaks. This is number and of and individual promos, commercials. And no promos, right? You're
1: not counting the uh, when a not know, in-game CBS advertisements wants to promote
0: or mom. Or 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 uh,
3: okay, well, hold on then. Yeah, what so is the product? What that is be a product? What is in-game then, quote unquote? Because now they do the weird like split screen, fifteen or thirty second on one side and the games on the other. Is that technically in-game?
2: If you have audio on the commercial, uh, and yeah, you
3: that, can that's have that's your
2: in-game call. breaks and okay. then like you know NASCAR side by side. Are you keeping up with this?
1: How are you getting this total?
2: Uh, I'm going to be watching the game and keep them track. You're literally
3: You're going to do that. Wow!
2: I'm what if you have a few dilly dillies?
0: <laughs> <laughs> dilly dilly. What if you have a Let's few line of them.
2: Get them in there. What wow. are we going? All right, so number of total commercials. Now, Vegas set the line over under for the whole broadcast at 96. Oh. So that's for the whole broadcast. Now, that includes post-game and pre-game and all that other stuff. So, that should be a good mention. We're only going from so off so,
1: oh, so what you're saying is my initial thought that I uh, kind of jotted down in my head was 313. <laughs> that's way off. I'm going to go in-game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, uh, I don't know, 77 sounds good. There will be no game if there's
3: 313 commercials. 313? I, 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 that sounds great. I, I, I think it's fine. For whatever reason, coming to my mind was 86, and that's what I put down. So 86 is my guess. Right all right i'm That's gonna go
1: nine thousand three hundred ninety <laughs>
3: seconds for the commercials
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: or I'm 156 go minutes wow yeah.
3: <laughs> two and a half hours of commercials oh boy we're in trouble
2: uh, 77
1: i'm
3: gonna
2: go the price is right uh one over uh strategy and i'm gonna go one under i'm gonna go 76
3: oh um, wow undercuts so that. so is it whoever's the closest or is it closest without going over it's closest to the pin. Well, he has okay.
1: now one to seventy six. So <laughs>
3: yes, yeah. he's got that wrapped up. Yeah,
1: um, well done. All right, that's anyway.
3: fun. So, all right, cool. I'm excited for you. Right.
1: Well, we didn't have time for college basketball. You know what? We'll do that that's next good. week. We'll talk college basketball uh, next week. And uh, I, I didn't get let you do your shameless plug of Syracuse at Duke, but uh,
2: oh. no, you know that's okay. It's it's kind of old news at this point. I mean, we we do win down there often. So, um, but it was a good win for the team.
1: Yeah, I thought you played well. I All mean, right, there we go. There's, uh, thank you. Lando's land. That'll do it. Uh, when we come back, uh, what do we We've got? Uh, Trey and his awkwardness,
3: right? That, much like that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, exactly.
1: Right. I don't even know what the segment's called. Anyways, Trey's coming up on the other side, and we'll put the wraps on Wednesday's show and Sanderson the sidekick after this timeout on the Buccaneer Sports Network.
2: Let Ferguson's knowledgeable product experts kick off your next kitchen or bath project with the latest in touch and hands-free faucets high-performance gas ranges, or low-decibel dishwashers. They're really quiet. Request your appointment today at fergusonshowrooms.com. The best decision ever.
1: Visit your local Ferguson showroom at 1000 Quality Circle in Johnson City and choose from an extensive lighting collection of the most sought-after brands. Find the one-of-a-kind fit for your home at Ferguson. The Firehouse Restaurant in downtown Johnson City has been a proud supporter of the Bucks since 1980. Our hickory smoked barbecue sides, sauces, dressings, and desserts are all made from scratch because that's the way the locals like it. Our tailgate packs are available through Firehouse Catering for 12 or more, starting at just $8 per person. The packs are available all season on Fridays, Saturdays, and Mondays. For more information, visit thefirehouse.com. Come see us before the big game, The Firehouse, 627 West Walnut Street between ETSU and downtown Johnson City. How many places do you ever go without your smartphone? My name is Wesley Fletcher with the First Bank and Trust Company. Now you can pay securely for your purchases with your smartphone, too. Just add your check card to the wallet app on your phone to pay for all your purchases. So keep on moving, keep on traveling, and keep on shopping with the First Bank and Trust Company and Apple Pay, and O, providing mobile solutions when you need them most. Your bank for life.
3: Firstbank.com. Member FDIC. This is the Pepsi that your father drank and your grandfather drank.
2: When I was your age, we were... This is the Pepsi that your Uncle Ted drank when rock sounded like this.
3: This is the Pepsi for American pastimes. Whether you're tailgating at a speedway or courtside watching your favorite player make a breakaway... He scores! This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Be, buy,
0: 4 fun. I smell the newest Jumbo One with a chance
2: at a $4 million top prize. It's so big you can play both sides. Jumbo Bucks 300X. Good news, you don't need magic beans to meet this giant. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, giant-sized fun. Please play responsibly.
1: Ask you, what is a great way to end Wednesday? Trey Adams said, No one. Hey, I'm just kidding. Trey's with us in the studio, buddy. Let's just figure out. Uh, Trey's got a segment. He names it, um, I don't know, what is it? Well, this week it's uh, Bucks by Brady. Yeah, and baby. Yeah. Yes. And the subject of this week's Bucks is, is Tom Brady. Yes. Without a doubt, the greatest yes. of all time. You had me at Tom.
3: Well, here's the thing. I've I've been saying this for, like, seven years. You you, have? I'd assume you have, too.
1: Uh, I've said it since Since he stepped in the league? Yeah, probably since 0-1. Since he weighed in as, like, a
3: little chubby guy at the combine?
1: Since finally uh, Lloyd Carr got smart and benched Drew Henson. (laughs) I'm going to go that (laughs) far. What do you think of that?
3: Well, I think there's no question. And he beat Alabama
1: 35-34 in Orangeville?
3: I think there's no question that he is the greatest quarterback of all time, and he continues to prove it every single year. And, And I legitimately think. It's much like Tiger Woods in golf. Like As long as he is on the course, field, whatever, I'm never betting against Tom Brady. Not literally betting, but I'm never saying that Tom Brady is not going to win a game. And so the people that said during the regular season, oh, uh, there's no way in the playoffs this year, oh, they're not the same, <laughs> Tom Brady's not throwing the ball, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? How can you possibly think that Tom Brady is not going to put his best foot forward and get that team riled up, motivated, and ready for the playoffs, and so the fact that they're doing what they're doing is not surprising to me. And I have them in the Super Bowl.
1: I just like that the egos involved that a coach can look at what is a, arguably still—I think not—but still people may argue is great or not—and still rips him every day in a meeting and convinces him that he's garbage and everybody hates his guts, and and they've convinced themselves. That they are an underdog and everyone hates their guts. I mean, even the it's quote, incredible. even the quotes after the game where he's talking to Chris Hogan, he's like, "Remember, I'm too old, you're too slow, believe that." Was, Bleep that. Yes, and he's going, up. Yes. "I mean, and then it's, um, I think in, on Instagram, him and Rob Gronkowski are doing the the deal, or yeah, I can't remember what song they had, but it was a very appropriate song where it's like the the Bad Boys or whatever back or something. It is it unbelievable. It, it's incredible to me. I do think that there was a glimpse from some of the stuff that Pat Mahomes did, and it'll be the ultimate – and this is so unfair. It's like LeBron and Michael, right? Who's the next? Even for – it was Montana. Who's going to replace Montana? That was that was it. Who is the guy? You know, the next question is whenever and, – and I hope secretly – not secretly. I'll say it out in the open. I hope that the Patriots win because I'm a Patriot fan. Natural. But but I hope they win. And I actually hope him and Rob just look at Gronkowski and those guys to say, well, you know what? Let's go, because I can't stand the let's hang on seven-year guy, right? Like, hung on a couple more years, you just get diminished. Like, Just go Vinny out on top. Birdie. Vinny intercepts right? yeah. Vinny Interceptaverde, right? Vinny birdie. But if if he could just leave on a high note, I think it would be great. But I thought there was a glimpse, you know, and Drew Brees is kind of on his way out. I thought the other two, you look at Jared Goff and what he was able to do with the comeback. Oh, it's the future. And what Pat Mahomes was able to do. And because both those guys, and it's the new quarterback, both those guys are athletic enough to make plays that Montana didn't make with his feet. Peyton and Brady certainly don't make with their feet. Now, I mean, they can move enough in the pocket, right? There's there's a difference, I think, between the pocket presence and actually extending the play. But to watch Mahomes not just extend the play, but off a back foot with about a 60-yard BB, I think that's, you know, And I think Deshaun Watson, if he had a stronger arm, would give Mahomes a run for his money. But Pat Mahomes' arm strength is ridiculous.
3: Here's why I wanted Drew Brees and Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And by all accounts, it should be Drew Brees and Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. This is probably the last go-around for these two meeting on this stage, right? I mean, like Drew Brees and Tom Brady may have a couple more good years, but in a vacuum, could you really see this happening again for both these teams? Patriots. Absolutely, sure. I'm, I'm a little bit more of a doubter with the Saints. I just think this was the perfect chance. And then if Breeze wins, I bet he's probably done. I bet let's, that's probably it for him.
1: Let's just talk about the last two years, and one of them I know worked in your favor, but the, the Saints' loss in the playoffs have been epic, oh, man. <laughs> oh, been epic. The
3: worst back-to-back losses ever. And individually, they're probably both top five ways to lose a playoff game in the history of football.
1: I mean, just and, – and one, just don't make a tackle, and one – Probably should go. Now, I still think, and I've, I've, I've argued with a few people, I still thought the Saints could have a little better clock management, and I realized the Rams still would have had time left even if the no-call's there, but you give them less time. I mean, just everything's but everything's different, right? If the, if the Saints could have put a couple more touchdowns on the board. I, I, I get that. There's a lot of things different. But just taking the the what it is at the very end, the, the two losses. I mean, because there's plays against the Vikings a couple years ago. They could have played oh, yeah. during the early uh, first half that would have made a difference. So uh, it, it's interesting to see. Now, that being said, I guess my question to Trey is, who do you like in the Super Bowl? I like the Patriots 38-21. Wow, big. I don't know that the I don't know that the Pats can run away with anything. The way they're the the style of game they're doing right now, and they reinvent again. Typical, they have reinvented themselves. The last four weeks, it's been run, 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 jumbo package, full back in, two tights, and then broke off the play action. Now the question is, the Chiefs give up a so do the the Chargers they give up a lot of yards on the ground. The Rams do not. So I'm kind of curious to see. If, that, if they come out and do that and are successful in that, then I don't know that they'll run away with it. I mean, I would love that. I'd, I would actually like to see 35 first-quarter points, sort of like the San Francisco-Denver, and this just be over with. And then, uh, you know, I don't even have to pay attention second
3: half. A couple more things. There, another reason I wanted Breeze and Brady, we're going to have Mahomes and Goff for 10 or 15 years. I mean, that is the future. And Deshaun Watson will be thrown in there. And who knows if – the, the reemergence emergence
1: of uh, Andrew, Andrew Luck, Luck as well. Absolutely.
3: Huh? I mean, there's a lot of guys that are going to be around, and those two I think are at the epicenter. of. When we saw it earlier this year with the game of the year during the regular season, it was like 55-52 or whatever, so I think some people were cheering for that again in the Super Bowl. I think we're going to have that for a long time, so Breeze Brady was better to me. Trey, do you think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time?
1: Yes, I do, absolutely. I think there's no question he's the greatest now.
3: And I don't think now. there's been a question. He said now. I don't think there's been a question for quite some time, but certainly every year he does this, he continues to drive the point home. People used to argue with me, oh, Peyton Manning. Now, Peyton Manning. Tom Brady continues to do it. One of my buddies texted me and said, look, Tom Brady still has nothing. Uh, Chris Hogan, I mean, yeah, he's all right. You know, Edelman, whatever. You know, Gronkowski, of course, you know, on the outside, that's impressive. Uh, the running backs, there's no feature guy. Now, I don't, I'm not sure if I necessarily agree with the fact that he's got nothing. I think Hogan, now, coming into the league. Any of these guys, top tier guys,
1: know they all know that. Uh, that's amazing. I think I, I sent that to a couple other uh, Patriot haters. I know, but I sent. What's impressive is that all those guys are put in the right spot, right? So there's a little bit of coaching. But at the same token, all of them know exactly what their job is, and they don't complain about. It. Like they know I'm going to do this. Philip Dorsett's not going to play for eight weeks, and he's going to have a touchdown pass in the two playoff games, right? He's going to catch Pat. Like he knows his. And they don't complain, they don't, or if they do, it's not openly, right? But it's amazing to me that they all know a role and understand it and don't complain about it. You can be a part of a game plan one week and, and not of the next.
3: Here's the text. Cordero, period. Edelman was a college QB, period. Hogan sucks, period. Gronk is old and hurts. <laughs> so he thinks that there's absolutely nothing, and Brady continues to do it. Tom Brady has, over the life of his career, worked with very little comparatively to what other great quarterbacks have had.
1: I agree. I to, again, you don't have to convince me. In the same token, I uh, I would, if he didn't play for my team, I would feel the same way. watch a guy do what he's been able to you
3: do. you got to hate it, don't you? I love it.
1: But uh, so many people hate uh, it. And people hate People hated Jordan, too. It wasn't like everyone was in love with Jordan. People hate LeBron. People hate you know, whoever the best player people is.
3: People hate greatness. Get on board with greatness.
1: Like Trey Adams. Hey, Trey.
3: Hey. I
2: can't get on
1: yeah, I was afraid Mike wasn't going to agree with you. That actually turned out to a fun segment for me. I thought he was going to argue with Mike a lot. Attaboy. All right, what do we got tomorrow? It'll be ever-popular Thursday. One, two, three. Four down. Quarters. Quarters. There we go. we also have Daniel Hooker, hopefully, Western Carolina, and Crazy Coach. All that and more on another edition of Sandus and the Sidekick. Don't forget to download his SoundCloud, iTunes, subscribe to the RSS feed, and more. Back tomorrow with another
2: show on the Air Sports Network.